since we've spoken so much about the heart, the physical heart, the emotional heart and the spiritual heart, I think it's important to understand that they're all actually different aspects of the same heart. It's also important to recognize that the heart disease still, cardiovascular disease still, is the number one cause of death across the world. Today I want to emphasize a little bit about the connection between the microbiome and heart health. So since I said I would talk about the microbiome, let's talk about it in relationship to heart disease for the moment. The microbiome is about 2 million to 20 million microbial genes, bacterial genes that live in your gut, live in all the openings of your body. Microbiome also lives in your skin, in the surface of your skin. And as I said, this contributes 2 million to 20 million extra genes to your, to your genetic activity. Think of any experience, sleep, emotions, personal relationships, environment, food, any experience, whether it's an experience of the so-called outer world through sound, touch, sight, taste, and smell and its interpretation, or it's an experience of what we call the inner world, thoughts, feelings, emotions, desires, imagination, insight, intuition, creativity, vision. The whole gamut of experience influences epigenetic activity, which in turn regulates genetic activity, both of the microbiome and also of the human genome. Now, it's very interesting that the microbiome is influenced by the activity of both the sympathetic nervous system which causes increased hormone activity of stress hormones, adrenaline, cortisol, norepinephrine, etc. But it's also influenced by the activity of the parasympathetic nervous system, particularly the vagus nerve. I've talked about the vagus nerve in the past. The vagus nerve um, influences the microbiome, but also influences self-regulation in all the organs in your body, including your heart, but all the solid organs in your body, like the kidney and spleen and liver, also the hollow organs in your body, and the uh, stomach, intestine, colon, etc. And then the vagus nerve also influences the activity of the microbiome. The vagus nerve has bidirectional traffic, so it sends messages from your brain to your body and then messages from your body to your brain. And the messages from your body to your brain include messages from your microbiome to your brain. The microbiome also makes neurotransmitters like serotonin, opiates, oxytocin, dopamine. These are frequently referred to as the molecules of emotion. You might be taking pharmaceuticals to what happened um, yesterday in your emotional life, in your personal relationships. Suffice it to say that every experience and every interpretation of experience, every interpretation 
you know, two people could go on a joyride on Disney World and one interprets that as exhilaration, the other panics. Uh, same joyride, but different experience that influences the body's activity at every level. Any diet that causes inflammation will inflame the microbiome, which will end up inflaming the body, which will then become risk factor for every disease. And right now we're talking about heart disease. And if you change your diet to a diet that comes from a farm straight to your table, no chemicals, organic food, also if you're eating meat or any animal produce, if it's not produced in a factory, although in my opinion, maximum diversity of plant-based foods is the best diet. And if you start that kind of diet, then it will immediately change inflammation in the body and will begin to reverse heart disease and many other chronic illnesses. Of course, diet is one component. Remember, sleep, meditation, stress management, yoga, breathing, exercise, personal social interactions, environment, everything I've said before is also important. But what you need to know is you can reverse heart disease. And as we're learning more about this, we're also learning that it's possible to reverse other chronic illnesses. So stay tuned for that. That information is now being researched and soon you'll hear much more about it. Pay attention to your microbiome and you can change the outcome of many illnesses and you can also reverse uh, what we call coronary artery disease. A lot of people also ask me about taking aspirin prophylactically and I think that's a very good idea. If you're over 40, doesn't matter if you're male or female, I would recommend a baby aspirin every other day at least. Um, that's enough to prevent clotting and in many studies does show a preventive effect in heart disease. And it's a small dose. Of course, even small doses of aspirin pose a little bit of risk for bleeding. So you should be careful if you have high blood pressure and you're at risk for stroke, then be a little careful. Please consult your doctor as I'm not treating you through this podcast, but rather giving you the latest information as I thought this information on healing and the heart would be helpful for you. Tomorrow, please join me for our Friday meditation.